The topic of today's uh, Torah is a major moral principle in Judaism that you perhaps never heard of. So let's start with one you definitely heard of. Kamocha, very famous, right? Love your friend as yourself. Some Mephoshim um, say it's, you know, loving the Yeriacha could be you. You have to, you know, take care of your own needs as well. Whatever the case, it's very famous. And yet it's put side by side in Medrash Rabbah with another opinion of what a major moral principle is, right? Reb Kiva takes that Pasuk, and he says, and yet, Ban Azai has a different Klal Gadol. In fact, in the rendition of the, of the Talmud of Yerushalmi and the Sifra, he actually says, it's a bigger moral principle. And what is that bigger moral principle? It is, does that sound like a major moral principle to you? It sounds like a transition line. After we finish the story of Adam and Chav and Cain and Hevel, we're about to go through, run through the other generations leading up to Noah and the flood. And this is a transition line. I'll read the whole Pesach. And yet this is what Ben Azai has said is a major moral principle of God. So what, so what exactly is that? What's going on here? So let's start with Rabbi Akiva. So, we, so there is an opinion, there is a commentator called uh, the Eshet Nechalim who uh, actually goes in and tries to compare and contrast the two. So Rabbi Akiva basically starts out saying, you have to love all of mankind. You have to understand that everybody was put in this world for a purpose. Everybody is created in the image of God. And no matter what your interaction with them is, you know, you have to treat them with respect and you have to have faith in God. From your faith in God and your, and your knowledge that God runs the world, you will, you will be careful that no matter how you're treated or mistreated, that you will always sort of stay above the fray and not take it out on somebody else. And that's very important. In fact, it, it, that sort of dovetails with what the, what the uh, Medrash goes on to explain Rabbi Akiva. And it says, uh, In other words, this almost sounds like the, the basis of, of, of Freudian psychology. Not that I'm any expert, but basically saying, you know, in modern psychology, you sit down and they try to find out what traumas did you have in life? What was your childhood like? Who did you interact with? These traumas are, are affecting the way you treat other people. And that, if you let that happen, if you let the traumas of your life affect the way you treat other people, it's a violation, it seems, of Yahtarech Kamocha, because you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to redirect yourself and your morality based on how you were treated. You're supposed to separate and say, okay, that was one thing, whatever, I, 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 that was for a reason, I learned from that, but I'm going to treat my, my friends with respect as I would treat myself. So that's Rabbi Akiva. So Ben Azai, what is that? As I said, it sounds almost like a transition phrase, but according to Eishet Nechalim, it's something that we are, have to pay more attention to. We all have a soul, a pure neshama that's part of God, it was given to us. And he says, go back and focus just like the Pasuk says, Kim. So we have to go back and focus, right? It says, but the Mus Elokim Asa. So we have to go back and focus 
on Adam and Chavah. What happened to Adam? How did he fall? What state was he in before? What kind of a pure state? We talked before about the amazing state of truth that he was in. And the only way we could even understand that is that we see the, the, you know, the very compromised state of truth. Just listen to the news today. It's all compromised state of truth going on. That's our world. But imagine what kind of world he was in. And it was all compromised because of what he let, unfortunately, something affect his soul. But we all have souls. We all have a soul that's a pure part of God. We have to safeguard that soul. And that's what Benazah is saying. Don't take this lightly. Don't take your soul lightly. Safeguard it. Watch over it. Make sure it's not compromised. It has, it has needs and goals and it should be affecting you. And you have to, you have to protect it, keep it pure. So that is the machlokas between them, according to the Eshe Nechalim. So what's interesting is that um, if you want to look at another way of seeing the difference between Rabbi Kiva and Ben Azai, you could say there were two major stories in the beginning of Bereshit, and each one should give tremendous moral lessons. And perhaps you could say, and I'm going out on a limb here, but the Kain and Hevel story was the essence of Rabbi Akiva, because after all, Kayan was angry at God. His, his sacrifice wasn't accepted, and he was, you know, his brothers was, and, and, and God didn't turn to him and accept it. And he was a crime, turned into a crime of passion, even though God tried to console him, God tried to give him therapy, nothing worked. And he did exactly what, what uh, Rabbi Akiva was talking about. He took the trauma that happened to him and he turned it to somebody else on his brother and his brother paid for it, Hevel paid for it with his life. Perhaps that's what one way of looking at this machlokas is, you know, don't, don't do that. Yachtarech of Kamocha is something that, you know, you see framed perfectly in the Kain Hevel story as a violation of Kain as Yachtarech of Kamocha. But perhaps Benazai is saying, no, go back to the first story, Adam and Chava. That also relates to our life because we also have in the Shama that needs to stay pure. And he let his neshama be compromised by eating from the Eitz Adas Tovarah. We also have to safeguard, go through life and safeguard our neshama. Our neshama has wants and needs and rights too. And it's very important for us not to, to, uh, to safeguard it so that we won't have the upheaval that Adam have because when neshama is, is, is tainted, then it leads to all kinds of other realities that we don't want to. We, they're not, it's no longer pure, it's no longer the, the Ratzon Hashem, it's not the way we should be, and our Nesham is trying to keep us in this straight and narrow. We have to safeguard it and watch over it. So perhaps those two stories are really the, the foil that magnify the difference between Ben-Azai and Rabbi Akiva, and as I said, Ben-Azai claims that his is even a bigger Klal Gadol Batara. Thank you so much. Good Shabbos.